0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Afterthought section of "Well, That Fucked Me Up." I am your co-host Kyle Wise,
1: and the other co-host is Luke Colson, which is me. And we've just spoken to Mays, and she had a uh, total burnout and was physically, uh, mentally, and then almost physically abused in the workplace by a what sounds like a a very angry human being, which led her to. Um, To decide to leave the crazy, stressful world of advertising, the advertising industry in London and seek a better, more harmonious, enjoyable life. What did you take from that, Kyle?
0: You know, when she was talking about the ad, uh, the ad life, Mm. it it kind of just in London, it kind of reminded me of like Mad Men, but more Mm -hmm. posh.
1: Yeah, so you, you, no, it's not posh. There's no posh. No. no, it's just everyone. I mean, there's some posh, but it's not really posh. But it is like Mad Men. But there's also a drink. There's a, it's a, it's, it is a little bit like the stereotypical banker type lifestyle in London. Yeah. So it's sort of. You go for lunch, you get drunk, you come back, you meet clients, you get drunk, you go home, you get drunk, you come wake up, you have a hangover, you get to lunch, you take clients, you get drunk, you go to work, you get drunk. It's no way to live.
0: I, I, it's funny because I remember also you said, you know, I was like, God, London in the 80s party scene and cool. like. Yeah, you like, no, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. Yeah,
1: eighty, yeah, eighties <laughs> and nineties. Yeah, I, I, well, you put you put that question to me. Like, if we were both like, if we were both running around London in the nineties together, I'm not entirely sure we would have made it out alive. But, um, <laughs> but um, what is what was incredible about Mays is that you know, um, and not to this isn't anything negative towards her, but you know, we know each other as pretty stressed out people from back then. Yeah. And what, what a difference a decade makes, but what a difference, an epiphany and a, and a realization that there has to be more or that we don't have to live that way. I think more to the point.
0: You both kind of had that same epiphany. Yes. You know, um, and I feel like her, her situation a little bit unique where, you know, I don't I don't know if I could just like pack up everything and go to Ibiza,
1: Ibiza. Yeah, I feel like with her it was gradual and I feel like she realized she had a calling and I think that burnt her so badly, that experience, Uh, off the back of, you know, a few years of not having a great time and just, you know, that does terrible things to a person's self-esteem and, you know, that whole kind of... uh, just be feeling unvalidated at every single turn, not getting any credit it's like for an
0: it. an abusive relationship. Well, it
1: is a bit. And the, you know, I think we're living in a world and sometimes now where companies need to be more accountable for that. They just have to be. But we used to live in a world, especially in the early two thousands, where, you know, people would yell at you. They would yell at you and they would call you things at work in the workplace. That it would just that doesn't society won't that won't hold up anymore. Um, thankfully, we're getting getting there slowly but surely into a, a much more equal and inclusive world. Obviously, that's a huge generalization. Um, and so please don't um, bite my head off, listeners. I appreciate we're right at the very beginning of this. But it was a god-awful time to be in a, in a high-powered, stressed-out industry. Because people would be pretty fucking nasty to you. Thanks. I don't
0: know how people didn't like getting fights and stuff like
1: that. Not all of us were born on the streets of Boston, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, I had a client, they weren't very happy with the project that we did with them. We were a day delivering them. Don't worry about it, I've taken care of them. I just killed them and put them in the boot of a car. (laughs) That's not, you just, we should just write an apologetic email, Kyle. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh God. Not to say that that's what you do, Kyle, but you know what I'm saying. It's um, yeah. uh, I suddenly was like a scene out of Goodfellas for a second. Um, <laughs> I just think um, that the inspiration to be taken from her transition into that life it gives everyone hope, and I feel like you and I talk about this too. You ca- you can choose to not live under that sort of stress. You can, yeah. but when you're in right. it, it doesn't seem that that's possible.
0: You've really shown me that, like, just in your own life. And I I know I mentioned that a little bit yesterday to you, but you've really set this, like, you're kind of like the older brother that I always wanted, where you really set, like, this stage where you're showing me kind of the ropes on how to, like, navigate certain tricky things in my life that are coming up. Sometimes
1: Um, we just need um, a little bit of belief. And if we don't have belief in ourselves it helps to have some belief from someone around us. Yeah. And if if we're from, you know, I know we both have some fatherly figure stories. And if you're from, you know, as boys, we look up to our dads and if our dads never tell us that we're the sons that they wanted or that they're proud of us or that, um, we, we, or that they love us, that is enough to fuck anybody up. And it's enough to riddle you with a lack of self-belief that will last you for fucking decades and that is me talking from experience but if you can have somebody say listen dude your lack of self-belief isn't real it's come from a place of you know stuff you experienced as a child i mean it's only taken me three decades but (laughs) i I started to believe in myself and my ability and i also started to believe in my um that i deserve to be happy that I des- I deserve to be happy, you know? Um, and so why don't you tell our listeners, you did something yesterday, didn't you? What did you do yesterday? Something to do with an exam?
0: Oh, yeah, I took this state exam um, for real estate. And I was nervous. And I was like, man, I, I passed.
1: Yay! Long story short. <laughs> it's so great. So,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Trip. But
0: the the way they thank you, that means a lot. Did
1: man. you tell when when you're um when you're selling houses in the not too distant future, you can tell people that it's an interim until your podcast until you're actually podcast famous. <laughs>
0: I'll be I'll be like hey, you guys like podcasts? <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's crazy too. Is like how how well we're
1: doing internationally we are we're doing brilliantly all over the world it's fantastic isn't it i just thought of one other thing yeah. kyle when you're when you're taking them i'm assuming that's what you do right you meet them and you take them around the house you're trying to you sell them the house would that be your job yeah yeah just anyone who walks in with like a limp or maybe a limb missing just ask them about yes. the alligator because you never know yes. you know
0: if you see the fear in his eyes yeah like if you only knew yeah I'd be like I need
1: to talk to you. Yeah, or like, this, this house has too many floors, there's too many stairs, I can't get upstairs ever since the alligator attack. <laughs> if that happens, you just yeah. need to, You just need to. whoever that is, forget your realtor job, you need to wrestle that motherfucker to the ground, we need to get him on the podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> speaking of the mic! Speaking of the mic! <laughs>
1: All right, well, on that note we will gonna sign know. off sign off for another week. I love All it right. to you, Kyle.